Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochil Carmona. Today, I am joined by Evelyn Medina. Evelyn is the co-owner of Las Crafty Antis. Las Crafty Antis is a Chicago-based brand that offers arts and accessories to the colorful soul. You might have seen them at local festivals or pop-ups in the Chicagoland area with Monstera earrings for the plantita lovers, Frida earrings, embroidered hoop earrings, paleta earrings, and more. So many items to choose from. There's definitely a beautiful piece of art for everyone to wear and enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Evelyn. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting. <laughs> yes, definitely excited to have you. And as you all know, on the Work and Me Have podcast, we like to have a little bit of astrology. And Evelyn was kind enough to send over her whole birth chart. <laughs> so we got to see everything. <laughs> and I always like meeting, you know, other entrepreneurs, but then also getting a little bit of an insight into what their placements are. So we're going to share the sun sign, which is your identity and where you shine, your moon sign, which talks about your body and your emotions and the rising sign, which is your motivation for living life and also which can kind of be, you know, seen as or mistaking for if like maybe your sun sign doesn't always correlate. So sun sign, Evelyn is a Virgo sun known to be a perfectionist, detail oriented, and especially with these little intricate pieces of jewelry makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moon sign, a Taurus moon, another earth placement. They're known to be very practical, a need for some pre uh, predictability, reliable, a little bit stubborn maybe from here to there. <laughs> And just, you know, maybe set in their ways a little bit, but you know what you like, you know what you want. Also the rising sign, also Tauros, heavy on the Tauros with the top three. Um, this can be a very slow and steady, but lots of stamina. So maybe I don't know if you are a slow and steady wins the race type of gal, but you've got your momentum going. <laughs> I do take my time. <laughs> It's hilarious. Okay. Well, super excited to have Evelyn today. So I'm just going to jump right into the question. So I've known a little bit about you, but tell me, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you were doing before you started your business. And, you know, when did you start to decide to start making jewelry? What inspired this journey? Okay, so hola, my name is Evelyn, like she said. Um, so Las Crafty Antes is um, a brand that I started uh, with my mom. Um, and this is something that we wanted to do just to bring a little bit of, um, of our culture, like expose it um, through our pieces. And I like the fact that, um, you know, like, I always say like I'm a grandma, like a soul de viejita. Um, but I, I like the fact that we are able to share our our work and people do actually do see our, our pieces and, and actually do identify like, okay, you know, like this looks like oh, it's from Mexico. And then some people are like, oh, we have this in Guatemala. And it's just like, it's so cool to see that our, you know, like our Latino culture it's it's all like one big colorful boom and our pieces actually do reflect that and it's always nice to see that people identify them so it's like oh my god this reminds me of my mom or this 
I could see like my abuelita would make crochet stuff, you know, like my hoops. My mom, my mom started crocheting hoops for myself. Um, so I like big earrings, like that's my statement pieces, but I don't like heavy earrings. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started making my own. Mm -hmm. So I started making my own jewelry. Um, and my mom made me some hoops for my birthday. And I would wear them at work, everywhere. And people would stop me and say like, hey, can I, where did you get them? And I'm like, oh, my mom made them. Can I buy them from you? I'm like, oh, weird. Like I have them on. <laughs> so it was just like, uh, and I had, I had a few people that actually have bought pieces of my ears, like grocery <laughs> shopping, I swear. I'm like, I don't even know how much because I've already used them. Like these are mine. And it's been, it's been like, I always like if people really do want them, I'm like, I always had, even before the pandemic, I've always had um hand sanitizer. And my friends would always make fun of me because when we would go out, I would always like have my hand sanitizer and I'm just like a germaphobe. So it was like, uh, okay, let me get on my earrings, some hand sanitizer cleaner. Just like, <laughs> okay. So it's funny that you, when you send me the questions, you, you did mention like the paletas and I feel like those paletas are the ones that people actually have bought more of from my ears. <laughs> They're like, oh, where'd you get the little paletas? I said, oh, I need those, you know? So it's kind of nice to see that. And that's how it all started. It all started with my love for having uh, big earrings, not heavy, and also the love for my culture. It's just like, um, you know, like you can dress up like a plain, simple, basic t-shirt, but like you, the pop of color on your ears mm -hmm. are just like something that could dress it up. Or even if you wear like jeans and a t-shirt, just like a colorful pop, just like completes the whole outfit. And that's something that I always like, like be like, bam, on your face, you know? <laughs> For sure. And then like, even like right now while we're talking like via Zoom, like I just see it's like, oh, it's like a like a nice like basics type of a shirt. But like the earrings are definitely like the standout piece um, yeah. that you have on. So I totally agree with that. What year did you start like selling the earrings then? Um, you know, we started. So I started just making stuff for myself and I want to like thank my uh my friends for pushing me um and people I know just saying like hey I would I want you to make those earrings because I could see my friend wearing them so mm -hmm. this was back like in 2011 when mm -hmm. I started officially like selling it wasn't like a big thing like Las Gratiantes wasn't like a big base I did not start like on Instagram immediately I had it was more of a local pop-ups like I started here at Portage Park, um, they had a little festival every year. And that was our first, um, our first pop up. And it, it was kind of cool to see, obviously, our stuff was very colorful for the neighborhood. <laughs> so it wasn't like, so like, it wasn't like a big thing. But I didn't, that didn't discourage me. So I just kept, you know, like, I kept meeting people and like, I feel like the universe kind of works in like, you know, like a magical way. It's just like opens like ways for you to like meet people at the right time. And that's how I met a lot of people. And, and I started doing pop-ups in the South side and I was like, okay, I've always connected to Pilsen. 
um, uh, just before it was gentrified. Yeah. Uh, so it was just like uh, people saw me there. I did a lot of pop-ups at um, La Catrina Cafe um, and uh, Pilsen Outpost, now Patch. Um, and it was just like how the community started to know me. Mm -hmm. and my brand and that's when my brand started growing and that's when I felt like okay this is why I'm doing this like this is why like my people do identify themselves with my pieces my people could see that a, a little piece of like their grandma in the crochet that my mom does you know and then like for the girls that wear like big hoops like me they could actually relate to me and understand why we wear big earrings not a lot of people like big earrings so I started making the little mini stuff so it's kind of like how it worked out too oh wow yeah and then so that's interesting that you started pop-up style because I it definitely was going to ask like, you know, because I know you guys have an Etsy site too, which is great to kind of have that like online network and really expand because I originally found you at the Lincoln Square Roots Festival. Um, and honestly, I probably would not have gone um, if it wasn't for work. <laughs> I, had <to> be at, <laughs> I had to be at a work booth there back when I did marketing for a dog walking company. And then I was like, okay, I need a break. Let me see what's going on. And then I saw the earrings and it was the paleta earrings for sure. I I was like I need these I was like <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I was like mm, food or paleta earrings I was like <laughs> I got that's paleta so earrings. funny yes so that festival so yes it's been like so crazy I feel like that's one of my um like things that that keeps me motivated um just like the the love and the feedback from like people that actually do see the pieces and they could just relate to like the background of my I don't have to explain the, the purpose of my art you know uh -huh. so like when you when you mentioned that the paleta I was like oh I don't remember and I'm really good at remembering people it's so weird and my friend's like that's kind of creepy that you tell them that but I do remember people I'm like I remember the face so I was like yes I remember you you bought this 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 and that people are just like yes like weirdo <laughs> <laughs> so it's um yeah, I did the, the Roots Fest. Um, I've done it twice. And that's, I think that's the only one that I do up north, mm -hmm. um, like northern um, on the north side. Um, I do a lot of in Logan Square, Humboldt Park. So I do like to, like to expose my work. Um, I like to explain, you know, like my culture, like Dia de Muertos. A lot of people are, you know, more, um familiar with that um um with the celebration of, of day of the death but it's it's something that i kind of like doing and yeah we started doing pop-ups before we started doing the the, um, the etsy and it's just because it's me um my mom she just creates and it's just me listing taking pictures looking for festivals um shipping and our orders and doing all the whole situation so it's it's a lot I have a full-time job so oh, for sure. it's it's a lot it's a lot and at that time I'm taking a break from school but I actually I went back to school um and at the time it was just like it was just too much so yeah I was like Etsy it's gonna take a little break but now I'm back again and and that's that's how it's going 
Oh, for sure. But I feel like just pop-ups alone, like you circulate through. I mean, just like the amount of pop-ups that I see that you do online. I was like, whoo. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I guess it's like, because a lot of people think like, oh, you know, I need to be online and social. That's how you get a lot of people. But I mean, having done pop-ups myself, that's like just a great opportunity for oh, yeah. exposure. And just to see the amount that you're doing, because that requires definitely a lot of work, the prep. And especially if you're making, you know, maybe alongside with your mom, like these products, you're self you know yeah. that so much goes into that so do you feel like do you maybe prefer pop-ups over the Etsy or like which is your preferred way or do you like them both I personally prefer pop-ups I prefer pop-ups because regardless at the end of the day that you have like a long day just the love and the energy that you receive from the people it's so rewarding um so previously um we used to have a lot of like three-day festivals. So it was, we used to do Mole de Mayo, which it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it was like an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't even feel the 12-hour shift because you had to be there for setting up, which are, it, it would take like an hour because it's the whole booth. And then the breakdown after, you know, like the end of the festival and then come back the next day and do it all over again. But that was so rewarding, just seeing people. It's like, even if, to me, it was just like, if you, even if you don't buy anything, if you come to my booth, you give me that second of like, oh my God, those are so cute. And just like talking and like um, expressing your, your love for one of my pieces or my mom's pieces, like that's so rewarding to me. And it just like brings me so much joy. And, and it's like, yeah, like I said, you know, it's just like, this is the purpose. This is why I'm doing this. So that's, I personally prefer doing the, like the, the pop-ups. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But then I also feel like it's just a great way of like people don't purchase now they're like following, or even if they like just share that picture on Instagram, you know, yeah. maybe they didn't buy it with their friends. Like, Oh my gosh, I need to follow them. I need to find them. So that's definitely awesome. And then a name like Las Crafty aunties you know where did where did that come out why aunties like and then I see on the logo it has the little ant the ants yeah so it's funny um it's like like a play with words or however you say that my nephew he's now 15 but at the time in 2011 he was four years old so he would always tell me like tia you work so much I don't see you're like a like an hormiguita and then I was just like oh you know like I do especially because like it, it's it's so weird I always tell my friends I'm like you know like I'm I'm an I'm an immigrant from Mexico City I came and I know it's like it's a bad habit just work 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 you never take a break you know it, it's like uh, the pandemic hit us like differently like all differently right Mm -hmm. but one thing that it like showed me is to like take a break like slow down and not feel guilty because when I would take a break or just like sit down and rest or just one day without doing nothing I I still feel weird not doing anything on my day off but it just showed me like okay not only like physically you're tired because I would do so much and I wouldn't even feel it just because I, I was so used to it. But now it's like I do a pop-up for like four hours or five hour pop-up and I'm so drained. I'm like, okay, I do need to take a break. I do it, it before it was like a 12 hour day. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the same thing. Oof. And that was totally fine. 
But no, it's just like the pandemic showed me that I need to take it easy. Like I still have to do everything that I'm doing and I still have time. I still have to give myself some time and some love and take care of myself. So when my nephew like would call me like mi tia, he still calls me tia. So people mm -hmm. think that my first name is tia and everybody calls me tia, <laughs> but it's just like tia, like tia la hormiguita. So then I was just like, okay, hormiga, aunties, tia, aunt, you know? So it's kind of like, that's how we, I created that name. And especially because my mom joined me at that time. It was at, at the beginning, it was just me. So now my mom joined me and I was like, we're both Diaz. So that's how, that's how the name started. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, like when did your mom join Las Crafteantes? Um, my mom started making crochet, like crochet hats or crochet scarves. But when I, when it was, um, she was like, kind of like shy to like sell them. So she would just make them to like as gifts or just to like my friends or family you know but then I was just like mom like your stuff people like my earrings like you don't understand like people stop me it's like hey where did you buy them and I'm like uh my mom made them you know so how do you sell them but it's like I, I need you to I'm gonna hire you <laughs> so it's like yeah, I need you to join so it was it was always her supporting me helping me with 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 that but then she joined and she started creating and it also helped her um with her depression mm. uh so she was she was depressed obviously she didn't you know it's just like I'm saying obviously but a lot a lot of people don't I guess like old school people don't think that that's something that's important mm -hmm. you know and it's like okay if you don't want to be medicated if you don't want to seek like medical, you know, like help or anything, like I am not a psychologist. I cannot help you. I mm -hmm. cannot help you like medically, but if there's something that you can do um, to make you feel better, then do it. So she started crocheting. There was like, it became her, like her safe, um, like I guess um habit that it would make her mm. feel better and it would make her feel happy and then seeing the reaction of people um it's like therapeutic yes it, for her it was and that helped her so much that helped her a lot now she was able to go out she was able to like take my dog for a walk like she was looking forward to coming home uh, after walking my dog and then getting home and then I was just like I have another order for you mom you know mm -hmm. it's like another one and then she was like oh my god she was like so motivated so that kind of helped her and that's when she she joined probably within like a year she was already helping me um I feel like they were always so very supportive like my parents both my dad and my mom helping me with the tent bringing the tables doing the setup just being there uh you would all you will always see my mom in the back behind the whole setup like you probably if you just pick your head out you're gonna see her there crocheting her little heart away like she's I did I did <laughs> the Lolitas, yeah. yeah she was working she was working while she yeah, was working says, yeah yeah that's what she does she hides behind the whole setup and then she's like and then I'm like mom I show her like hey mom look and I show her some earrings that they're that she made and they're someone bought and she's like Oh, says bye to her. She's like my babies. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's funny, but yeah, that helped her a lot. 
that's awesome that's so cool and then to have her with you did she initially kind of teach you like how to make the earring stuff or like how did you learn how to like because you do just different what would would you call it different like art forms different textures like wooden ones I know your mom does the crochet ones like how did you learn to do all that um so I I think it's just from growing up with her she's very artsy and Mm. Ever since I was a kid, uh, even in Mexico, we would always have like our arts and crafts session. So it would be like our tea time now that, you know, like it was from 8 p.m. It was our tea time. And during like 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. after my whole day shift, we would create, we would make things together and we would like share and like, how do you, what do you think of this? I started making my own earrings um, with like felt fabric, um, just because I like them so big and not heavy. So then my mom was like, you know, but like when you go like this, you know, like they kind of fold, you can't really see. And I'm just like, you're right. Let's <laughs> add some wood. So it could be like sturdy, but still pretty light. So just things like that. And like, we give each other feedbacks. Like she shows me like uh, a crochet. It's like a different design of hoop. I was like, oh, I like that. You know, like, how about if you add like the edge or like for these that I'm wearing, they're like orange with ivory. And it's like, that's kind of like, oh, like, a, it's like a nice combination. You could wear it with like so many things. And I'm just like, do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we give each other like feedback and, and we come up with, different different I don't know sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I draw like that's I draw my my what I I see it in my dreams and I wake up and I just get I always have like a little notepad Mm -hmm. um and I draw it and I wake up and then or if I have everything that in my head I see I wake up at 2 a.m and I'm making my earrings until before I forget them so that's that's something that I it's just like it just comes to me that's crazy like where do you even start sometimes because you're like it, it's like freaking architecture you know <laughs> like the width or like what's the material you know like do you ever have like an earring pattern and maybe you start off with it's going to be like this type of material but then it turns into like something else like how do you know what goes with I don't even know how to where how every every time you know like every time and now it's when the pandemic started, it, it, that's when my um, my idea of like having a earring club uh, became. So now it was like starting January for, well, actually, no, it wasn't for the pandemic. The pandemic, I tried to do to, to take my time. It was kind of rough. It was like a lot of like personal stuff that was happening with like my family, the loss of some of my family members. And it was just like rough. I was a very rough place. I was not creating I um that's why I also like encourage people like take your time you know take time for yourself um just take time for you to heal from whatever you're having that whatever's happening in your life at that moment we're obviously not at 100% and we need to recharge so like mental health is so so very important mm-hmm. uh resting is very important staying grounded is very important and to me it was just like 2020 was crap for all of us 2021 mm-hmm. was also kind of crappy yeah. but it was just not as bad mm-hmm. but when 2021 started i'm like okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna leave las graciantes without doing much for the people you know especially because 
I would get messages like, hey, are you going to add more stuff? Or like, it was so beautiful mm -hmm. because people would just message me like, hey, just wondering if you were okay. I haven't seen anything. And it was just like, people know, like these are strangers. They're only Instagram friends that I probably met them once or twice at pop-ups. And they would like check in like, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. You haven't posted anything. And that kind of motivated me. Mm -hmm. So what I, I was talking to my mom and I'm like, listen, what I'm going to do, this is on me. If you want to join, that's totally fine. Um, I started doing the earring club. So it's uh, one pair of earrings. It's an exclusive pair that I'm not going to have available for everyone it's just going to be if you subscribe it's like a, like a limited edition subscription yeah okay. and it's just um one pair of earrings every month it's going to be totally different than the previous month and i tried to use different like you said so it's just different kind of mediums to like beads um wood clay acrylic resin so it's like and my mom made one for me, which I was so happy. I'm like, you want to do one? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let me draw something for you and see if you can come up with a pattern. And then she's like, I have something in mind. I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> actually. Was so yeah, she's like, actually. Yeah. So it was just so nice. So that's when I started like the earring club. So now we have a lot of people joining and I'm like, just beyond super, super grateful. It's one pair every month. So every month, that's something that also motivates me to continue to create. Because mm -hmm. I was like, you you know, guys, like, you're right. Thank you for checking on me. I'm actually working on something special. But it, I wasn't really working on anything. It was just me telling myself, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But then I would just, like, pause it. And I'm like, how much of a break do I need? I'm like, I do understand that I do need to take break a break and I do need to take time for myself but I need to stop I need to stop feeling this way I don't mm -hmm. I feel like nobody likes to feel sad or depressed or any sort of feelings but especially like when I feel sad I just like stop everything and I cannot function for anything and it's understandable because it's a, a very strong feeling right mm -hmm. but I can express myself when I'm angry I can express myself when I'm happy but when I'm sad, I have like nothing to say. Like I have, and it's just like, I have to stop. I need to find that something that motivates me, you know? And aside from meditation and aside from doing something, like you said, art is very therapeutic. And mm -hmm. I started drawing and I'm like, I can totally do this. I can totally make this. So I started doing January and February, drawing them. And then I launched it and I only, I swear, I only did like five pairs because I thought I was like, you know, it's, I'm going to do five only because people are not even going to, like, I wasn't thinking people are not going to join. I was thinking it's going to be like five, like no more than five. No, girl, when I tell you, like, people like responded so positive to, and they were like, oh my God, we were waiting for this and blah, 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 blah. Because I had announced it and me taking my breaks, it was just like, I had like 10 people join. I was like, oh my God, now I have to do 20 pairs because it was January and February because I was behind. So it was just like, that was so, and that that motivated me. And I was just like, I'm just going to start creating March because I'm going to have to, you know, do March. So yeah, that's, 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 people keep me going. And that's very nice. It's, it was just so lovely to see 
people sending me love through like social media. And I feel like I call them my friends because mm-hmm. even if I don't know them personally, just like getting those messages that makes my heart so happy. It's just like, oh my God, people actually do care. Not only for like my brand, I'm not doing this for, but it's just like checking on me. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like with a business, you just meet, there's so many strangers that you meet, but like their messages sometimes just mean so much. Or like, you just know like, oh, this customer, when you see like that Instagram name or something. But also I feel like a great idea kind of like, came out of this and I it's not surprising that people would want it because first of all your work is amazing but then also like earrings jewelry like like it's such like a big thing where like women loves like mix up their earrings like there's just like earring addicts out there like I know one of my cousins you had to get like a whole thing just like organize your earrings and like you just need to switch it up like I used to always be into like different types of earrings and stuff and then when I film YouTube videos and I don't like put on my earrings mom's like Sochi you don't put on your earrings you know for this episode or something but like it is such a big thing that women just love even men you know like earrings yeah that is true like for me I know a lot of girls like to do their um, eyelashes, their nails, to me are earrings. Like if I'm not wearing earrings, there's something missing. And and it's like I can't, I can't go out. I always have an extra pair in my purse, just like an emergency, <laughs> very neutral. <laughs> in, in case you sell the ones that are on your ears. Just like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay, well, you have so many earrings, so many designs, and especially now with like the subscription box. But what is your favorite piece of jewelry you've created? You can do a top three if you want, if you can't decide. But what would you say okay. your favorite? So, okay, so I'm going to start with that I've done, or just like that Lasgrafi has. I feel like the, the Elisa earrings, they're like the full crochet hoops from my mom. Yeah. By my mom. Um, I just feel very powerful when I'm wearing these hoops. They're just like, they just make me feel very, like, um, very powerful. Just like, very like, poderosa, you know, like all my insecurities are put away when I wear my hoops. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just like this bad bitch, you know, <laughs> walking around. <laughs> and uh, so that's my number one. And that one my mom made. Um, one that I made was, oh man, obviously like the subscription box, like all of them are my favorite just because I put a lot of thought and detail and just just because they're exclusive. So I have to up my design or like my ideas of like my regular earrings. It's not mm-hmm. that I don't put extra love on the other ones, but just these, I have to make them special just so my you know, like the, the people that are buying, the subscribers that are getting these pieces, they're not going to feel like, okay, you're giving me something that you could actually make for mm-hmm. any regular other person. But like these earrings, I put a lot, a lot of love and a lot of like- More exclusivity, maybe. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to put a little bit more of like love. Or mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, all of those. And another piece that I made for Les Graciantes is- um the banner so I made some Frida banners that I did some screen printing uh with Teresa Magana at Pilsen Outpost like she we took I took a workshop with her um and I made some banners I made probably with my uh screen that I made with her I made probably like 10 
within a day I sold out wow it was at one of the festivals that we did uh, I don't even remember but that's it was just it was a three-day festival and I had posted pictures but the next day when people came it's like hey I want this I was like uh yeah they all sold out and I forgot to bring one home and I'm so glad because that's the only one I kept so Uh I don't have to bring that back and um I made I took another workshop with Carlos Barbarena uh he's a um, local artist in Pilsen um and he does um um the printing, the the silk, the silk printing. No, no, um, not silk printing. The carving, you know, like the ones that they carve. Wooden, I, wooden. It's no, this. These are on the linoleum, linoleum mm. printing. So he draws and he carves. Oh. So I took a class with him. It was a workshop. It was like a, I think it's like a three or four day. I don't even remember. But I drew a sunflower. And I had to carve it and then I made shirts and that was so much fun. And that's one of my favorite pieces. Even just making prints of the sunflower, it's a big sunflower and that's something that I'm really proud of. And that's one of my favorite pieces. Like, I just feel also like sunflowers are very resilient and very, you know, like they grow, even like in my neighborhood, there's some that are growing on the street, on the actual sidewalk. It's like, it's like they just made a little bit of room and they're just gonna like grow. So it's just like, does the, it represents so much to me. So yeah, that's one of my favorite pieces that I've created. Oh, wow. I know. I was like, I don't know how she's gonna narrow it down. You have so many great pieces. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is like one of your best sellers? One of my best sellers, you know, like every market is different. Like mm. a lot of, it's for me because I have like different different um but like the mini ones they're like the paletas and like mm-hmm. the little parts and um the, the chocolate nopalitos <laughs> yeah those are like all the minis are always they're always top sellers and some of the wooden ones that um I have that my my friend made he passed away and he, I used to get my stuff um laser cut by him mm-hmm. all of those pieces they're very um special to me not only because I designed them and he helped me and he was like so funny and always criticized my work um he was like I don't get it I don't think it's cool it's I don't think it's cool whatever he was an older man so we were yeah. all, it was just like I he would never understand me so when I would like show him the finish one he's like oh that is amazing so all of those those are those are my yeah those are my special kind of like earrings that that I like and those actually sell super fast yeah those are super cute those always catch my eye like I love big ones but the minis I feel like you could just wear with everything or anything yeah every day that's awesome but so many awesome pieces to choose from and as like I'm like watching you I was like okay I need to get those crochet earrings that you're wearing (laughs) as I was looking through like your collection I was like dang like I've seen these but I feel like I've never seen the you know like just like the intricate little details like on them so like those are awesome and nice to know that like your mom like makes those like oh I have to like take a picture for her (laughs) oh wow yeah this like it's just great to see it's like art that you can wear like I just love 
I think, yeah, that's, I love it. Um, what would you say has been the most challenging part about running your business? Just running it. <laughs> <laughs> Just making it out there, you know? It's it's hard. It's hard. Um, just because, like, in that sense, my I don't have any support. Like, my mom only helps me, like, creating. But just putting putting our brand out there, it's it's hard. It's hard to expose your work. It's hard to it's hard just to be recognized. You know, it takes a long time. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of like sweat and tears, like literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's like you have like I said you know like you could you can um spend a whole day designing or thinking of like your idea just making them it's another like it's just like so much time and energy that goes into like a small business but it's like I don't even want to call it a small business because to me it's like big it's like something that I'm proud of it's like something that I see my my business grow and it's like it's not small and it's so full of like people that actually love what what we're doing Mm -hmm. and that's very rewarding at the end of the day I'm like it's worth it it's worth my time it's worth my energy it's worth everything but it is it's really hard that's one of the the most challenging things is just like managing my time especially because I have a full-time job and um I always like to like reply to every message and like I take my time like like you know like I know them like they're my friends <laughs> so it's just like when I get a lot of dms and stuff it's just like so nice it's that running the whole business uploading pictures to the social media like all the medias mm-hmm. and Etsy and it's, just, yeah. it's just like a lot there's all That's, the medias popping yeah, up. All the medias, <laughs> yes. Now I'm on TikTok. Like I feel like like the old Thea with the TikTok now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I was like, how do you transition? Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know how to do this. And my nephew's like, oh, he's 15. I'm like, yeah, I should hire you <laughs> to do this. <laughs> hire a social media person, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, that would be so cool to just to see like, uh, like the crochet earrings being made or something. That would yeah. be awesome. So that, hire yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Well, I feel like as you're talking about it, it it's like, yeah, it definitely takes someone with a heavy Toro slow and steady stamina placements <laughs> to, you know, right. do it. The practicality you're like, is it worth it? Yes. I'm going to do it. That's such a, a Taurus mindset. <laughs> your places are definitely you know going with that but like I I don't know how I see your social media and how I just see you at all these pop-ups I was like wow I thought this was your full-time it just like if you don't think you're doing enough it definitely looks like you're doing a lot I was like whoa girl is doing a lot what do you do full-time I I work for a logistics company um we pretty much just do like the importations of goods uh to the U.S. by uh, like trucking services mm. so it's the customs clearance that I do okay so, so this is a clearance this is more of a, a creative escape yeah <laughs> something <laughs> fun that you can do <laughs> yeah it's really not it's it's really so not it, it's just corporate America you know and I do struggle every day going and 
it's not like something that I hate doing, mm-hmm. which is kind of like an interesting thing that I that I do. Um, but I, it's just like like you said, it's just an it's just like an escape from like everything else. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, props to you because I was like. I don't know how you do all that you do, all the pop-ups that you do and making products and the full-time job. So yeah. yes, props Thank to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, you guys can grow enough where this can be your fun full-time. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, 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 that's something that we are like, we're manifesting it, but we're also working on it. We're working, we want to have our own studio and I'm still speaking it to the, you know, to the universe. Like we're, we're, we're going to have our own studio soon. So yes. that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to host um, uh, workshops for people. Ooh, yeah. We used to have a, a lot of workshops. Um, again, Post and Outpost has been like a great support for, for, artists overall you know like they and now patch um just like a great place for the community and in a great place for artists to expose their work and and we used to host a lot of like um workshops there for for the community so that's what we want to do we want to host we want to have our own studio kind of like a gift shop kind of thing slash Mm. workshop studio so yeah, that's, that's in the, we're, we're talking about it and we're putting it out there. That's awesome. Yes. Manifest. I mean, I think today is a Pisces full moon as we speak. So yes. manifest, manifest, yes. <laughs> say it out loud. You heard it here in the podcast. <laughs> yes. Total chisme. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I hope so. And I was like, when it happens, I'm be like, I remember talking about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, so I think those are all of my main questions. So now I'm going to go into some quick lightning round questions. First thing that kind of comes to mind that you can think of. Uh, the first question is who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? I'm going to say Teresa Magaña from, from Patch, from Pulse and Alpo. She's like a badass chingona. She's, she's a tourist. Ah. She, you know it's like she gets it done it's like she says that she's like she speaks it she does it and that's something that I'm kind of I can relate you know because that's that's who I am I'm a doer I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna do it and I am committed to my word like I I plan it I'm a planner like and I do it like if I don't do it if I say like I'm gonna do it and if I don't do it it's just like the worst thing ever but she is like she's she's a very like a, a strong poderosa that inspires me a lot like she does a lot for the community she helps a lot of like upcoming artists to expose their work and get them out there so that's something that we need especially like mm-hmm. for as a latino you know like it's just like you don't get all the recognition and you don't get all the we're not as you know, like entitled to be mm-hmm. like, you know, like everything's handed to us. Privileged, no. yep. So so we're not, we're not, we're not privileged. And Teresa is a person that, uh, well, Teresa and Pablo, but like mainly like a Latina, Teresa, Teresa is like a chingona. Like she is, she does a lot. She does a lot for the community. She does a lot for the art community. 
and that's that's very inspiring oh for sure I think that I yeah I think I actually got an email from her <laughs> speaking <laughs> of yeah, yeah about an opportunity yeah. a potential yeah. opportunity out yeah. there I was like why do yeah. I know that name so yes yeah, shout out she's so badass yeah that's oh my gosh, that's it's awesome. For sure. So if you're in the Pilsen community, look out for Teresa. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I have ever received. Um, I guess just like from my grandma, she would always say, like, um, you know, like, um, not todos. Like, not everyone's gonna like you, but a lot of people are gonna gravitate to you. And that's pretty, that's, that's true. Like a lot of people, I feel like, um, do kind of like come to me mm -hmm. and kind of like be as a friend or whatever, but it's not that they don't like me. It's just like, I feel like my energy is pretty strong and then kind of like freak out, you know, cause I am, I could be a little too much. I feel <laughs> that's so, <almost> energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's, that's that, but I'm really nice guys. I promise. I promise. I'm really nice. She is. I swear. I swear many, many times. <laughs> So how would you uh, translate that one? No todos te caen bien, or yeah, no todos les vas a caer bien. Like not not everyone's gonna like you, but a lot of people will gravitate to you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that would actually like the actual translation would be, but it's around those lines. But that's true. Yeah, I could totally. I always like to hear the Spanish versus in English translation, especially since like <laughs> Spanish sayings, and then you translate them to English. You're like, huh? What? Really? Like, it makes sense <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a career in art, jewelry making, creative design, like, you know, putting your art into a business? Like, do it. That's my advice. Like, do it. You know, it's it, it's so funny because like um I remember um Melina from Castillo and Company. She mm -hmm. makes the, the beautiful beaded earrings. Mm -hmm. Um so Castillo and Company actually she, Melina came to my booth at Taco Santa Males and one time um it was like Taco Santa Males is always so busy. And she's like, oh, you know, I actually like she came and she's like, oh, I, have, I bought this earrings from you, blah, 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 whatever. And then she's like, I or I think her now husband said, like, she makes jewelry. And I was like, you do show me. So then she's like, oh, you know, like, this is what I do. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you have a business? Do you, you know, yeah. and she was like, no, I'm thinking about it. It was like, do it. Like do it because you need to put your out uh, your art out there. Mm -hmm. Like people need to know what you do, even if you. Because I feel like sometimes we're so harsh, like as a create as creators, like you always doubt yourself and you're mm -hmm. kind of insecure about your work. Like, do, are people gonna like it? And I'm like, mm -hmm. you don't lose anything. People, do it. That's mm -hmm. my advice. Just do it. Put your work out there, show your pieces, expose your work. Someone out of like 10 people are going to identify and gravitate to your work and actually going to feel like I have, I own so many of her earrings now. It's just like, 
that's something that people need to do. Like, don't think that your art or your work or your creation is any less than someone. That's one of the worst things you can compare yourself to someone else mm -hmm. because you're your own badass self as your own. And you need to do it when you feel like, oh, I want to do it, then do it. Just do it. Because like, if you can manifest things, like, oh, I'm going to have, no, you need to put in the work. Like nothing's going to be done for you. Like the universe is not going to be like, here do it. you know it's like no get it done put it out there and then the universe gonna be like okay we're gonna put people out there for you to show your work you know just do it just do it that's my advice don't don't feel shy don't feel um any less just put your work out there just do it just do it even if you start on your like social media on instagram that, mm -hmm. that's a way platform to to um show your work just do it. Start just, just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Everyone do it. <laughs> if you have Taurus placements, swear, just do it. You will get it done. If anybody's going to get it done, done <laughs> it is. Because you have all these dreamy, like, oh, I don't know. Let's talk about it. No, but a Taurus no, will do it. <laughs> no, you got to do it. Yeah. That's funny because I just said that. I'm like, in order for you to have your dreams, hold on, let me read it all because I think I wrote it like very nice. And I was like, wow, I'm so inspired. I inspired myself today too. <laughs> I said, what did I say? Um, oh man, where is it? In order to make our dreams come true, we must take action rather than simply manifesting for what we want. And it's so true. Like we mm -hmm. have to put in the work and not just because I'm a doer but it's mm -hmm. just like because I do want to see the results of what I want to do you know mm -hmm. um, I just feel like a lot of people uh do manifest and they do expect to for things to happen but if you don't do it then nothing's gonna happen mm -hmm. so people need to show their work and and expose it and yeah. then they will see the reaction from others for sure. It's like dreams are awesome, but are like actionable items. Yeah. What's going to get you? Dreams. There. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, what is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? So this can be books, podcasts, app, workshops. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of workshops do inspire a lot of like, um, um, artists like local artists even if they don't create art like I've done a lot of um collaborations with local artists like from like with my friend Laura Gomez mm -hmm. I've done a lot of earrings um that I say like hey you know like it would be cool if like people do actually wear your art mm -hmm. and it's like your working piece of like walking piece of art you know there's just not going to be hung on the wall like people are going to wear your art piece on on their ears and mm -hmm. um I've worked with uh Kira another local artist and um it's I, I feel like just being around badass mujeres that are like doers and powerful and get shit done and creatives that do things like for instance the girls from las lolitas you know like they mm -hmm. they put a lot of work into their what they do it's just so inspiring to see like badass mujeres like poderosas doing things for the community for other for other creatives it's just like that's very inspiring and it's something that motivates me too mm -hmm. 
Dang, yeah. So if you want to do a collab with Evelyn, Evelyn, don't fuck around. She gets shit done. We might talk after this. Uh-huh. So if you're one of those who does group work and does nothing, mm, everything's all about it. Oh, no. Yes. Especially when I was at class, I was like, oh, shit. Uh-uh, yes, no. I'm that person. I'm that person. Nice. I would have you in my group. No. <laughs> Okay, next question. If there's anything you could change about your journey, what would it be? Um, I would probably say, I mean, I really don't know if I would change anything, but maybe just on learning, yeah, on learning to work, 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 and not take a break. Mm. I feel like I don't enjoy the process of seeing my business work because I don't pause myself I just feel like it's just like I'm growing 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 and I don't enjoy it because I don't take a break Mm -hmm. so I feel like taking a little break um and not feeling guilty Mm -hmm. that would that would I think that's one thing I would I would change for sure. And I feel like breaks are essential and important, especially for creatives because work, 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 work. Burnout is such a creative work. Oh yeah. The burnout. Like, I don't think I've ever felt it until recently. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, like I said, due to the pandemic, like in a way I was like, I guess that's something that I learned, you know, like I cannot burn myself out because then I can't, I can't think or like I cannot create Mm-hmm. And that's when people, when I, I saw that, how it was not only affecting me, but people that actually wanted earrings for gifts, you know, like, Hey, I was waiting, your Etsy shop has been closed. Like I want to buy stuff or like, you know, like I want to order my Christmas gifts. And I was just like, Oh shit, dude, Christmas is around the corner. Yeah. And people are asking because wow. and it was, it was such a nice feeling, but I was like, okay, I'm like, get your shit together. You know, like one one thing is to get your rest but then another thing is just to, to pause your whole entire business it's just yeah. like no <laughs> so yeah it's it's yeah that's the burnout no learn, learn to rest take breaks don't stop take breaks <laughs> yeah don't stop take breaks yes awesome okay well final question where can listeners connect with you online um, I would say Instagram. That's like where I respond the fastest. Um, emails also listed on my social, like on uh, on my Instagram link, uh, Facebook, just anywhere. I, I usually take a little bit to respond, but I try to respond everything before 10 p.m. <laughs> strict bedtime yeah i do viejita, viejita, we say viejita, yeah, viejita, like, that's all here that's a tourist. oh my yeah. gosh uh, well and also um because we'll be getting this episode up pretty soon uh any pop-ups coming up where people can go and check you out any for september or october anything um, on September 26th, we're going to be at Paseo Garden. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to Cristina Funcio. She uh, does meditation at Paseo Garden every Thursdays at 6 p.m. Um, she's actually going to be doing, um, there's, there's only a couple left because of the weather, but uh, she is organizing um, a healing mercado, and it's going to be on, let me see. Uh, Paseo Garden um, in Pilsen, and 
then there's going to be it's fall into wellness so it's going to be vendors it's going to be yoga there's going to be a bonfire so it's from 3 to 9 p.m um on sunday um sunday september 26th and that's the last one I have for now, but I'm sure something else is going to pop up, but people can see it on my Instagram. For sure. So we'll link Las, at Las Crafty Antis Instagram in the show notes. So you guys can just click and check them out. But that was the final question. So thank you so much for joining us for, so for the podcast. And honestly, I think what I need to start doing before booking podcasts is like ask people for their like big three astrologically. Because um, as soon as you sent me your information, it was like Virgo, Taurus, Taurus. I was like, okay, she's not going to cancel. <laughs> She's gonna go through with it. Oh yeah. I mean, because the hard part for like booking these episodes with like entrepreneurs, like I get it, we're busy, like things come up, you know. But I was like, I should have known. I was like, okay, no, 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 that Virgo sun and Taurus moon is not yes. gonna let me down. We're yes. not gonna reschedule. It happens. I get it. But I think that's gonna be how I schedule these from. I just schedule think, yeah. And also, I want to thank you for having me, but also letting you know that I'm really part of like everything that you've done for your friend thank you so it's always nice to see latinas chingonas out there thank you thank you so it's always nice to hear i appreciate it and i'm so glad we had this because i just learned so much more about you than i already knew so thank you so much for joining us thank you everybody so much for tuning in to the work miha podcast don't forget to follow las crafty aunties check them out at their pop-ups and if you can't make this one i'm sure you'll see them around but everybody have a good rest of the day and i'll catch you in the next episode